You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. Yeah, hello. Uh, it's New Music Week is right here on 1067 The Beach. Shahid's with you at the SS Experience. No E at the beginning of the experience. How you always saw to the show. As always with these New Music Weekend segments, we like to go ahead and uh, debut some real dope music, give indie artists a chance. I know half of y'all are tired of hearing Drake and you're hearing uh, 21 Savage. I know y'all are tired of hearing that record over and over again. So I got some real dope music playing in the background right now. Corey B with the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Real dope record. We're going to go ahead and play the whole record in a few minutes. Uh, Corey B, what's good with you, bro? Yo, what's good with you? You already know it's your boy Corey B. If it's Corey B, then you know it's lit. All right, no doubt. No doubt. Corey B, where you from, bro? All right, stop again. Say it again. Where you from? Originally from New York, Far Rockaway, Queens, Far Rock in the building, you already know. Uh, moved to West Virginia after that and pretty much grew up my whole life out there. Hold on, whoa, 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 hold on. So you were... Yeah, hello. Yeah, I'm still here, bro. I don't know what the hell just got going on because you, you, just, you just said something that was real... But you just said something that was real, real crazy. You know what I'm saying? So you from New York and you was raised in West Virginia. Like how old was you when that transition happened? Uh, we moved from New York. I'm trying to think how old was I? I was young, definitely like elementary school when I had moved from New York. And uh, we ended up in literally in the woods in the sticks of West Virginia shortly after that, which was definitely like a culture shock at first. Um, a lot of good memories, a lot of bad memories. And then, yeah, after I, I stayed out in West Virginia pretty much my whole life, after I graduated high school, I moved back to New York for like six, seven years. And then, yeah, after that, I just kind of jumped around Cali, back to Maryland, all around. And then now I'm out in the A. Hey, bro, I'm just thinking about that because I drive from uh, Columbus to uh, Virginia and I got to drive through West Virginia and always just be like, yo, who the hell lives out here? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is this state that I'm driving through? You know what I'm saying? Going up and down the mountain and all of that stuff. Like, it's absolutely crazy. So, like, before we get into the music, because, like, that's just super duper fascinating. You know what I'm saying? What was one of the first culture shocks that you experienced uh, going from the city of New York to the woods and the sticks of West Virginia? Um, I would say, yeah, just people really not being friendly towards Black people. I was just like, oh, like, you know, I just feel like as I was younger, it was something like you hear about, like, you know, racism and like people treating you weird because of the color of your skin. But actually growing up and having to deal with it, that definitely was just like, like, well, you hate me because I'm brown. Like, uh, <laughs> like, well, I don't know if West Virginia is considered the South, but it's not. But you know what I'm saying? Welcome to the South, buddy. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, <laughs> down out there. You know what I'm saying? Or out here. Yeah, you know but Corey B, let's, yeah. go ahead, let's go ahead and uh, get into the music real quick. Something that I always like to ask music artists is because what we like to do is we like to, you know, we like to try to, you know, basically help you do whatever it is that you want to do and the level it is that you want to do it. So I want you to give me your top three artists that you would love to do a song with. What we're going to do is we're going to add them. 
so that way they're gonna be like, man, who the hell is this just adding me in this? You know what I'm saying? Be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Corby wants to work with you. Right, Corby, here's the music. Let's go ahead and try to let's go ahead and try to make your dreams come true. You know what I'm saying? Genie in the bottle, three wishes, you know what I mean? Top three artists that you would love to work with. Hip hop, R and B, don't even Alright, but I would say I would say Chris Brown, Neo, and Doja Cat. Okay, that's a that's a that's a that's a nice little trio right there. Chris Brown yeah. and Dio, I definitely get. Doja Cat's kind of like the wild coronet. What is it that you like about uh, yeah. Doja Cat that you think blends with your music? Yeah, I mean, I just I, I fuck with her music so heavy because she, I feel like she just honestly tackles any type of style that she wants. She creates her own vibe with her music, so I just feel like with her, yeah, like you said, it's a wild card. That's gonna be a track that can literally go. From from all the way over here to all the way over there, it's kind of like un limitless with that one. So yeah. I'm sorry, okay. Alright, so we got Corey B on New Music Weekends here on 1067 is Um let's go ahead and get into your music though, real quick. Um obviously being a, a New Yorker that's in West Virginia, was that the reason that you got into music? Because obviously you needed something to obviously to do outside of, you know what I'm saying, being in the sticks, you know what I mean, shooting uh well, I don't know what's in West Virginia, but you get what I'm saying though, you know what I mean? So is that the reason that you got into music because uh you pretty much had nothing else to do out there? Nah, honestly, I mean, I always, in, I was always into music from the time I was young. Literally, I started singing at the age of three. First song I ever sang was "Unbreak My Heart" by Tony Braxton. People was like, "Oh, dang, that boy sing!" And uh, I was about three years old. And so, I mean, I've always had music in me. My grandma always had me singing. You know, I grew up around the church, so always in the church choir, things like that. So yeah, music's definitely always been like a very a huge part of my life. And uh, moving to West Virginia, I mean. I definitely just wanted to push it more because it was a new style of music out there. Cause you know, of course they have country and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it was just, it was different for me. I, I've always loved all different types of music. I've never been stuck to just one genre. So I just felt like it was a new, a new element for me to try and learn and conquer myself at the end of the day. So yeah, it was a nice challenge. So being that you was raised in the choir and all of that, um, singing um, in the choir, did anybody, you know, give you any type of smoke, you know what I mean, for, you know, singing, I guess, as they say, non-secular music? Was that was that transition something that was kind of difficult for you? Or, uh, but did they, did, or did it kind of was like, all right, we gotta let him get it how he lives? Nah, not really, yeah. I think it was more like, we gotta let him get it how he lives. I know it was a lot of people kind of shocked because I went from singing like the normal school songs and church songs and like patriotic stuff at the events, you know, like national anthem and stuff, seeing me sing that for games and stuff to really doing my own music, which was more of like, yeah, like a sexualized music. And um, so, I mean, yeah, I think it was a shock factor, but it just made people look at me differently. Like the people who actually knew me instead of looking at me like, oh, you know, that's Corey. Like he goofy, he always singing. They started looking at me like, oh, nah, like that's that's Corey B. Like he a whole artist. Like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so, nice, nice. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, I just I just took it up to the next level. And and as you can hear in the background right now, we got Corey B's the greatest plan. We're gonna play the uh the whole track in a second. So just enjoy the vibes, you know what I'm saying, while we pretty much uh talk over here on uh New Music Weekends right here on uh 1067 the beat and the Our Heart Radio app. So what's what type of uh motivation or inspiration that you have uh with your music? I know earlier that you were saying that you sing you your first song was singing Tony Braxton, Tony Braxton's Unbreak My Heart. That's a I mean, I ain't gonna lie. You said at three years old you were singing that because Tori, I mean, uh, yeah. Tori Braxton has pipes that's like 
not it, not everybody can do that. So like, what other inspirations musically do you have? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I do all genres for real. So I mean, I'm I've been inspired. I grew up very old school. So you know, Al Green, Otis Redding, you know, all all the greats for real, for real. So I mean, I've always clung more to music with soul and music that you know makes you feel that's one of the things I've always prided myself on as an artist I like to I like to sing you three songs completely different type style songs and watch the emotions and the crowd change I like to make you go from happy to sad to turned up because I feel like if I could truly captivate you with my music and take control of your emotions and feelings and bring you from this place to this place then that's how I know like the song was really good. I miss that old school feeling of music when it actually did make you feel something, you know. So um, I always prided myself on that. And yeah, I mean, I do all genres. I'm doing I'm doing rap, I'm doing R&B, I do country. I even got Christmas music out. So it's like, yeah, I just, I like being versatile with it. I don't like being stuck in one lane. Okay, okay. So your, your, your holiday music or your Christmas music, are you remaking, are you are you doing renditions of older songs, like, you know, your Silent Nights and all of that, or you you put in pen and paper, you creating, oh, nah, you creating uh, new vibes? Yeah, fully, fully creating it. Actually, uh, a Christmas song that me and my best friend did, shout out Diamond V, um, it's right. called Mistletoe. We did that song, we actually wrote this song like seven years ago, and every year on Christmas, everybody be flooding our inbox, like, you know, we got your song on repeat. And um, the song actually ended up getting picked up for The Shy, season five, episode three. So they had picked that up for one. Yeah, so I was real excited about that. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's fully fully written out Christmas music. It's it's not, we ain't sampling or taking nothing from nothing else. It's just, we sat there together and had a nice Christmas beat. Our producer at the time, shout out Frank Khan. Our producer at the time had a nice Christmas jingle beat and yeah, me and I just sat there and knocked that joint out. And okay, so I'm, assuming, so I'm assuming you write your own music. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anything okay. I said, I, I wrote it. Okay, no, 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 no. Because I mean, I I come from the rap world where writing a other writing a rap for someone else is kind of frowned upon. We don't really well ghostwriting. Yeah. Ghostwriting is frowned upon in rap, but I understand it's more acceptable in R and B because. If you're singing something, that's that's still a talent. Even if you didn't write, that's still yeah. a talent. So that's why I just wanted, you know, see if you know, see if you, you know, put in pen to paper yourself and writing it because the vocals, the vocals. Oh yeah, most definitely. Even as an R and B artist, I really pride myself on being a writer. And like I said, I ain't knocking nobody who don't write. But for me, I mean, I feel like it is different. Even though you may have like the talent and you can't sing. I just feel like when you write in and them words are formed off of like your emotion and how you feel, it's just, it's a different type of back and behind it. Like it's a different type of power. It's a different type of emotion that you can hear in the singing. Like if you know the song's supposed to be sad, yeah, you can make it sound sad or you can make it sound happy if it's supposed to be. But when you really had that emotion and you drew that out of yourself down on paper or how you wrote it down, and you form that, I just feel like, yeah, it's a whole different set of emotion that goes into that. So. Yeah, like I said, ain't knocking nobody, but shout out to my writers. That's that's definitely where I get all right, so my look, So, so I wanted to ask you this real quick because one of the three artists that you mentioned that you would love to do a record with is a very, very great songwriter. Mm-hmm. A lot of people doesn't know how great of a songwriter he is. You said you wanted to work with him, Neo. Right, exactly. If Neo, Neo. if Neo, if Neo, if yeah. Neo put a, if Neo put pen to paper together and was like here you know what i'm saying are you singing that song uh 
I know, I know, I know you're creative, but I was like, I'm just, just want to, just want to put you on the spot real quick. And that's what nah, you do. I'm like, that's hard. Cause that's a, for me, that's, I'd have to really sit there in that moment and be like, dang, do I swallow my pride or like, cause you know, it's like, dang, am I, am I cutting my own blessing? If I don't, if I don't sing it, I mean, I would just love the opportunity to work with him. I would say, I would say, hopefully me and him could sit down creatively. Or how about, about, about co-writer? Or how about co-writer? I ain't gonna, I, I, I ain't gonna say he'll give you the whole thing. Yeah, I would say co-writer. I just, I just, yeah, like okay. we can co-write something. Right, we can co-write. So yeah. how about, So let me ask you this: Would you, would you, would you, would you write for somebody else? If somebody was, somebody was like, you know what, Corey B, I like your style. I like what you do. Can you write yeah. me something? You know what I'm saying, would you be willing to, you know what I'm saying, put pen and paper and have writer credits? You know what I'm saying? Because again, hey, yeah, most, you know, we don't know who's listening. You know what I'm saying? Somebody might be like, hey, I, I, I rock with Corey B. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. you write something for me real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so nah, most definitely. To... I would definitely write for another artist. My issue is, I be, I be trying to write for other artists. I be like, let me go write something and see what they think about this. But then I write it and it be fire. And then I be wanting to do it myself. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> that's just, see, you're just like, you're just like, baby face on uh someone to love yeah that joint for john b and was like you know what yeah, like, uh -huh. let me go ahead and get on that real quick yeah. you know what I'm saying? let me go ahead and get on this fire joint real quick yeah because sometimes yeah. i just be like dang like you know i want everybody's song to be good but sometimes you know you write something you just be like dang it's, i don't know this wasn't meant for them this was meant for me i'll write them something else like that's what made that's what made ghost writing hard and that's what makes writing hard itself you know what i'm saying that's just because you know like man I need to take this. I need to take this. You know what I'm saying? It's all. Yeah, really, really, really. Because you never know how the inspiration going to hit you. You know what you're going to. It's, it's a surprise to you as you're going too. So, yeah, sometimes you get a little over surprised. Like, yeah, nah. No, that's not. That's not. <laughs> we got Corey B on New Music Week. is on 106.7 to be in the Our Radio app. Just highlighting uh, his musical uh, talents or whatever. Uh, definitely want to give him his flowers. The greatest is playing in the background right now. Real smooth. Uh, record and we're gonna go ahead and uh play that joint in a high second so you said that you uh traveled around to different places as well um in in, in your life you know what i'm saying uh mm -hmm. i know cali obviously you went back to new york and all of that stuff what's the what's the the place where where you perform i'm not gonna say that you feel the naturalist but where's the place where you perform where you just felt like you got more I don't want to say love or energy, but just like that, that one place where it's like, yo, this place where I rocked at was great. Hmm. That's hard for real, for real. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yeah, probably here, probably here in the A. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's just a, it's a different type of, it's a different type of club setting. I feel like. In the A, there's a there's a lot of artists out here, but I feel like it's more supportive. Like when I was in New York, New York niggas they gonna they gonna grill you. Like when you on stage, is yeah, it's even on some R and B tip, even on some R and B. Yeah, tip. yeah, it's it's real cut, it's real cutthroat, and it's like even if you're from New York, it's not even like you being from New York. Other New York people be like, yeah, let's go, you from New York. They they go ten times harder at you because you're from New York. So I just feel like yeah, the crowd out there is a lot harder, and even as me meeting like other artists, I hear a lot of other artists they be scared honestly to go to New York and perform because they all know how New York niggas gonna react to them when they get on stage. Right, right. Yeah, they know it's just they they tough critics. Atlanta, I feel like. Like it's more, 
is more free with it. Like they there, they there for the music. You know, they'll pretty much vibe or jig to anybody. Even if my opinion, if the artist ain't all that or whatever, you know, it seemed like the crowd, the crowd will still kind of move and rock with it. So yeah. And I mean, at the time, like, like I said, I'm an R&B artist most definitely, but I definitely been getting more into my freestyle bag lately and just like my all around rapping and stuff. So my last few tracks, I've been more like rapping and freestyling. So it just, it gives more of that energy. So we've been a little more hyped than my normal, like intimate setting. So yeah, okay. it's just also different vibes. Cause the one thing I was going to say about, um, New York as well. And the one thing that I do want to give you credit for real quick is, um, I know that you said that you spent a lot of your child life in West Virginia. I give you hella credit for still keeping your New York mm -hmm. accent. Definitely give you hella props for that. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Because a lot of, because like I said, like you was in West Virginia, you could have definitely turned into a country sounding dude. But when you say like New York and words oh. like that, I'd be like, okay, yeah, he's still, he's still, he still kept it. In yeah, it's still, it's still in there. I definitely, yeah, I definitely got both. It's still in there. Certain things I say, you'll hear a little country twang and then certain things, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, like when I say New York, most people be like, all right, yeah, you from there, like. Yeah, because you have to, because it's a, it's, a, it's a strong way that you say the York, you know what I'm saying? It's how you get that out there or whatever, yeah. know, versus how like other people do the joint. Yep. But, um, but no, Atlanta's definitely a good place, you know what I'm saying? Definitely a good opportunities and all of that. Um, so give me, um, give me a, a story or a time where, um, and again, it might not have never happened to you. The first time I ever asked this question, the person was like, never happened to me before, but I'm like, okay, well, that's even better. Give me just a time where, um, and not like an anxiety, but a time where like you performed and you kind of felt like, oh crap, you know what I mean? Or whatever, or not, not necessarily like a negative reaction, but just one of those things where it wasn't as comfortable or easy for you that you had to like push through and fight through. Um, let's see. So, I'm gonna say I, I usually only get like that when I'm not sure, like, what my set should be for the event because I am so versatile. It's like I never know if I want to go like straight rap or if I want to do like RB or like you know, what genre I want to do when I get there. So, it's like a lot of times I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do RB tonight. And then I get there and it really be like some hood gutter gutter like freestyle battle like like you know like it just made me feel like niggas don't want to hear no singing shit tonight like <laughs> so then it's like I kind of be like dang like you know just trying to figure out how I'm gonna pull this off or what I'm gonna do like should I switch the song but I've also learned from that because there's been times where I like actually switch and I'll be like all right DJ never mind like we about to do these rap tracks or whatever and of course they still vibe with it but I be feeling like ultimately I should have just stuck with my gut and picked whatever I had set for that night. So, I mean, I've been to events where we just be in there, you know, smoked out, just straight up, just hip hop all night, just vibing straight hard rap. And I get up there and I still do the R&B and end up, you know, still in the show for the night. So, yeah. yeah, I just learned to kind of push past that and stay true to myself. But those are probably my most like nervous moments when I just feel like, damn, I didn't pick the wrong selection for the night. Like... <laughs> I should have picked something else. No, that's actually pretty dope because I've been uh, a part of a lot of uh, indie competitions and open mics and things like that where the R&B guy steals the whole entire show. Yo, I've yeah. seen that millions of times before where, you know, it's a whole bunch of rap, it's good rap, but then, you know- Especially if you can actually sing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. R&B guy comes through, starts singing and shuts everything down. The females is mm -hmm. on it, the energy changes. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, you kind of don't want it to go back to the rap. Like, oh, damn, let's keep these smooth vibes going. But no, I definitely, yeah. I definitely can hear that. 
we got the greatest playing in the background uh Corey b on uh new music weekends on 1067 the b and the Radio app we're gonna get him to plug his uh social medias in a second you said that you have an old soul so i always like to do top five so i want to get your uh top five r&b artists of of all time mm. all right so and it does and, and i'll relieve the pressure by not asking you for an order you know what i'm saying so i'll i'll alleviate nah, yeah, the pressure. I'm just just, I'm yeah, yeah just, just shoot off the hip all right so yeah i'm gonna say like luther vandross al green chris brown neo you said four right or five no no, no five five give me one more John Legend. I guess it's John Legend. Okay. All right. All right. Not bad at all. You know what I'm saying? Shout out uh, Springfield, Ohio. You know what I'm saying? John Legend out there doing yeah. his thing. You know what I mean? I like it. I like it. I like it. So um, another question I want to ask you before we start plugging your music. You were talking about how um, R&B, you know, you like the old school R&B. You kind of miss when R&B had that type of feel of music. Elaborate that a little bit because I always feel like R&B today really isn't the same as it was yesterday because people especially in my generation 90s r&b is kind of like the timeless r&b like you can play 90s r&b maybe a little bit of early 2000s r&b and it's acceptable today so what's something that you feel other than what you said earlier but if you can elaborate that that um that's a little bit different between r&b today than it was not necessarily back in the al green days but at least like i said the the 90s with the um the r kelly's the baby faces braxton's and all of that um i would say it's just the it's just the all-around feel like how you say like the music back then in the 90s into like the earliest 2000s it really is kind of like a time capsule like every time you play a record from then I feel like even people who weren't born in that generation is almost like they they get that nostalgic feeling of how it was back in the day, like just sitting, chilling on the stoop and stuff. You know, you had to go run and find people in order to chill with them. It wasn't no calling nobody. Like, you know, when Beepers first came out and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, people just had their Walkmans. Like, it was just a, it was a more connected time. I feel like right now we're in such a separated space, like all in general trying to figure things out with the world like everything is causing so much more separation so the music i feel is just so much more separated it, it doesn't have that sense of togetherness that sense of everybody can kind of join in on it it's like you know yeah it's just i don't know it's just, i can't put my i just feel like people don't have emotion they're trying to take emotion out of everything so when it comes to doing the music is, is lacking that that pure genuine emotion and maybe it's just not enough writers maybe everybody just thinks of something that they ain't wrote so they can't feel nothing but, it's, it's, it's probably it's probably yeah, more of the it's probably more of the of it. Yeah. you know you got streaming and all of that you don't buy cds you don't really get a chance to feel and hold on to the music and all of that so um yeah about, it's like today's AI, music though? is all about nah <laughs> no, so, like, like have like have you like have you heard the ai where um frank sinatra was singing uh little john from the windows to the walls Oh no, nah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> hey, like, like Google it. That's some of the most funniest stuff that you ever heard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, down my. Uh, uh, with the Frank Sinatra, that's wow. But no, nah, but no, nah, but no, nah, but I, I mean, it's jokes. We, we, we're cracking jokes, but we being serious real quick. You know what I'm saying? What do you feel about? Yeah. Like, what do you feel about like AI stepping into the 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 music game as far as like taking? 
you know, uh, you know, your your favorite artist's, you know, voice and then singing something else because that if if the wrong person hears it, it could kind of sort of replace the music. You know what I'm saying? The music artists and all that other stuff. So you know, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. That? I just feel like I just feel like we're doing too much. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's facts, bro. We're doing too much. Like, what do you like? What is our ending goal with all of this? Like, this is what I'm trying to get at. What is our ending goal? If we we keep throwing everything to technology and shit, we the next 20 years, we all just going to literally sit in our houses and life is just going to run life by itself. And we just going to sit there with, like, goggles on our head, just watching life go by. Like, what's the, what's the purpose? If you have an AI, everything's already computerized. You can already find somebody who can't sing and can't write, get them a writer and computerize them and make them sound good. We have artists already out there that's like that. So if you come up with an AI system, what do you need anybody for? What do you need anything for? There's not gonna be, you don't need no rappers, you don't need no singers, no rock stars, no country artists, no nothing. You'll have one source, one computer that you can literally animate, make it sound like anything, any pitch, male, female, any tone, any resonant, any accent, any language, dialect. Yeah, everybody gonna be out of job. Ain't nobody gonna be like, there's gonna no, be that's no real. I was about to get messy. Yeah. I was about to get messy real quick and be like, "Do you want to call out somebody who's like that?" You know what I'm saying? Just to get a little messy. Real nah, quick, but... they know who they are. They know who they are. <laughs> we know who they are. All right, <laughs> and that's that... fine. And I ain't got no talk. <laughs> no, I feel okay. You. I ain't got no room to talk. I don't pay their bills. They don't pay mine. But we know who you is. All right, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, because we wasn't going to say, uh, well, shoot, I was going to say some names, but we're going to be nice. No, you about to say a name. No, no, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know some of the same people you're talking about. I just wanted you to call uh, you out because you're the singer. I'm not. I'm just a gas bag. Yeah, no. you know <laughs> they don't They don't care if I say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can you do? You yeah, that's true. Uh, right. <laughs> I can't get canceled before I start. No, no, I, I, I don't want you to get canceled either. That's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing this. We don't want you canceled first. You know what I'm saying? You get your kind uh, of Corey B. Love everybody. All love, all love. So look, I want to ask you a culture thing real quick before we get into your music and before we go real quick. Did you hear about the submarine mm -hmm. and all them dudes and the, all them people in the submarine? I think right now it's yeah. probably presumed to be like crazy. Uh, well, let's let's just say, let's just say that they're not there anymore because science says that without oxygen, you're not going to live. And they ran out of oxygen like yesterday or whatever. Is yeah. there any sort of crazy exploration that you like, would you go out in space? Would you go in a in a submarine that's controlled by a PlayStation controller? Like what's the craziest life thing that you could, that you would do just? Hell nah. <laughs> she just said. The craziest thing uh, you gonna catch me doing is getting on a roller coaster. That's about it. And I don't even like getting on those. I don't like heights. I don't like going fast. I don't like being up high in the air. I don't want to be too low on the ground. I don't want mm -mm, no, none of that. No smoke. Yeah, you. nah. The craziest. I'm a nature person, and this is the countryness in me. I guess you'll probably catch me like hiking through the damn tropical forest or something with the toucans and the lions and jaguars and stuff. I do something like that. Or go camp and drop me off on an island or something for a week or two. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going in a submarine. You ain't shooting me up in the sky. Mm -mm. No, I definitely feel you on that because these rich people and these billionaires, man, they just got money to think that they invincible. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, matter. they be bored. They be bored. I don't know why they be so bored. I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know what's so fascinating about the Titanic. It's like, okay, we got all of this technology and stuff. And y'all want to keep going down there to the Titanic? Why don't y'all just bring that thing? Why up? now? Why now? 
what's, what's down there? The ending of global warming? Like, why now? I don't, I don't understand. See, now some what? people was trying to say it was real sciencey like that, that you can, you, you can, you can gauge, you know, global warming and all of this other stuff. But like I said, I'm not a science guy. I wasn't trying to take it there. I just wanted to crack jokes about yeah. rich billionaires, you know, going down underwater in like a soda can that was controlled by a PlayStation. Literally. Because that's Literally. all it pretty much was. And that junk was like absolutely mm-hmm. crazy. Um, mm-hmm. So look, um, Corey, we gonna let, let's just go ahead and get into it real quick. We're gonna go ahead and run this back real quick. You know what I'm saying? Corey B with the greatest. Uh, go ahead and plug uh, your social medias. Let everybody know where they can stream the song because we definitely want to make sure that the views, like if there's a music video for it, um, if it's, yeah, if it's yeah, song, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug all of that. All stuff. of that got you. All of that coming soon. Y'all can follow me on all social media at Corey B Music. C O R E Y B Music. Um, Definitely check out the greatest. I dropped another freestyle as well as an R&B track not too long ago. Um, check those out on all platforms at Corey B, the greatest, Spotify, iTunes, all of that. It's out everywhere. Definitely need to go bump that. You can check out my last R&B single, Legs Up. That's definitely a fire one, too. That's out on all platforms. It's just Corey B, Legs Up, or Corey B, the greatest freestyle. You'll find both of those. Definitely fire tracks, so tune in. All right, no doubt, no sense. We're going to go ahead and run it real quick for you guys. So you can go ahead and get the, get the vibes and get to listen to it. It's Corey B, the greatest, right here on 1067 to B in the iHeartRadio. Corey B, man, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what the fuck? For real. real. Jeez. I'ma be one of the greatest who ever done it Cause how they gon' stand in my way when they all duck it That music ain't quite up the part, it's so redundant If it ain't Corey B on the mic, then change the subject I'ma be one of the greatest who ever done it Cause how they gon' stand in my way when they all duck it That music ain't quite up the part, it's so redundant If it ain't Corey B on the mic, then ha 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 Had to get New York on you niggas For these projects, far rock on you niggas We don't play that shit around outside on you niggas Catch your ass slipping outside with my niggas and get live on you niggas, this is my episode Cause every time I do it, they tune in, hold my phone Cause this shit about to get lit, I'm in my zone So go ahead, press record, I'm going off, I'm really showing off After this, I better hate a nigga, go ask for a feature They say how much he fuck with my music like I believe him Y'all niggas pussy, even your bitches call you a cheater Sing your bitch right out of trouble, but don't worry, I'll let you keep her I ain't about to sing, ain't got no time for the pretty shit Hit a nigga body, leave him shaking like the exorcist Take him off his top, he lost his mind for acting reckless Never trust a nigga or a bitch Cause it's crazy how they pray they get to see me in the casket Took over the game, I'm switching lanes while they just backtrack Murder every beat, I get to check and then I cash that Always get the bag, these niggas mad, they want they back back Gucci on my feet, Louis V all on the backpack I just want a couple mil to throw all on my baby while that ass clap Damn, they hate to see a nigga winning, that's a sad fact But they already know that I'ma be one of the greatest who ever done it Cause how they gon' stand in my way when they all duck it That music ain't quite up the part, it's so redundant if it ain't I'ma be one of the greatest who ever done it Cause I ain't gonna stand in my way when they all duck it That music ain't quite up the park It's so redundant if it ain't Corey B on the mic Then ha 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 Yeah Yeah Corey B, you already know what the fuck it is Let's go to the SS experience on SMG.